Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are finally back. Don't worry, we didn't die or or quit or anything. We are back. We just need to take a little little vacation, little vacation, I guess you can call it. Uh, welcome back to the Carpoys Podcast, episode number seven. Once again, my name is Adam, the co-host of this podcast and with me virtually every time of course is the one and only stud your host of the carp boys podcast raymond raymond what's good brother nothing much nobody gases me up like you do when you're <laughs> when you're making the intro you gotta pump for the up podcast. the audience man you gotta go 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 <laughs> podcast time baby <laughs> it really gets my energy up. Wake up. up i do feel kind of tired and it really gets my energy up um tuesday night let's go yeah tuesday night is 11 p.m 11.04 to be exact yeah. this yeah. is this is going up on a tuesday as drake said yeah that was drake Wait, no not drake the other guy yeah. i can't remember his name I don't think drake was... was in that song but he didn't say that <laughs> i don't think i love so. Mackinan. i think that's his name yeah yeah um that song the squad going up yeah on a yeah. tuesday yeah that one yeah yeah so this marks the longest period that you and I have gone without recording uh, since we mm-hmm. started this thing in January, which I want to give yeah. us a pat on the back because we <laughs> we went what that that's seven weeks straight with having an episode a week, and I'm pretty yeah. fucking stoked by that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's something both me and you enjoy, right? And uh, you know, some, this is like, again, once me and Raymond first did this, this was almost like a little of experiment and see how it goes. And, and you know, and I guess, uh, I mean, I guess something both me and him wanted to always do and see how it go, you know, just shoot the shit. And it's gone a lot better than out, I, I mean, thought it, it would have, out. to be honest. Sure. <laughs> and then now, I mean, I really like love doing it. The only reason why we took a little break is, I mean, uh, well, for myself, I'm, I'm working probably i would say around 50 to 60 hours a week at my oh two my jobs God. so you're a madman <laughs> I, I need to take a little break for myself and uh well for you know, me i freaking last week when we were supposed to we, we were supposed to record last week and then literally like a 90 year old man my back was just out of it i literally threw my back out like bending over to do laundry or something and I was out. I was out of it for like a good three days. Um, literally, like, I don't even know. Like, I, I'm 21 years old. And, <laughs> and I was out because of a, a, a sore back for three days. It was ridiculous. But it was like, it was bad, man. I, I don't know when the last time you went to a hospital was. I haven't been to a hospital in a very long time. I haven't been to a doctor in a very long time. But my back was hurting me so much that I made the leap. I went there. It wasn't as bad as I thought. I was only there for like two hours. Um, it was, yeah, it was crazy. There was actually a guy. Good thing you didn't wait longer. Yeah. Well, because of COVID and everything, right, our hospitals have been fucking crazy backed up. And there was a guy that mm. I was talking to in the waiting room. I think he had a, he had like a sprained wrist or something or an ankle. Nothing huge. He wasn't. Uh, he wasn't in a lot of pain, 
And but he said that yeah. the the previous day, he was at an emergency at the University Hospital. He was in the mm. emergency waiting room for fifteen hours. And I believe it. He didn't get seen, so he he went wow. to another facility, which is where I was at. Um, that's how freaking crazy. It has been. <laughs> um, yeah. That kind of leads me into something I wanted to talk about for a bit. A few days ago, I guess last week, about a week ago today, marked a year's time that we have now been in the coronavirus pandemic. Um, dun, dun, dun. Yep. What are, your, <laughs> what are your feelings about that, Adam? Uh, fucking sad. The reason yeah. why I say sad is because um, last last week, a year ago, everyone's saying, oh, yeah, you know, this is only going to last a couple of weeks, well, maybe a month or two, <laughs> you know? This, this is what I wanted to talk just, to you about. You, temporarily, you, you know, you and this is a year later, and, and now it looks like it's going to be another fucking three years. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Like, it did seem like... It was like, oh, this will be a couple weeks. Oh, this will be a month. Oh, it'll definitely be done by summertime. Oh, it'll definitely be done by school time. Oh, hopefully it'll be done by Christmas. <laughs> now nobody is holding out hopes for anything. Um, yeah. I, w- I wanted to bring this up because you were like one of the last people that I saw when before the pandemic uh, <laughs> started. Dude. Yeah, man. We the last time I went to the bar. Well, actually, that's not the last time because I went. I think one or two times in the summertime with my friends. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's it. But like I'm the last time, I guess before COVID, was with you. Like going yeah. to the bar, and that was at uh, I believe um, oh, fuck, what's that place? Oh, it doesn't again? matter. It's that Irish place, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like um, man, yeah, that was the last time was with you. Because I believe it was like for a friend's birthday or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And that was that was to be fair. People are gonna people might say like, "Oh, you guys are out of the bar in COVID." This was like this was the day <laughs> that everything shut down. So we had no idea. Not even shut down. Everything was open. But this is the day like where shit start. You know where you know Rudy Gobert was coughing on mics, and <laughs> you know it, it was it was that week. So nobody knew what was going on. So we were still living life as normal. Everything was open fully. Um, and you and I were like, I remember in the bar, just normally, and mm-hmm. talking about like, man, I wonder, you know, I wonder what's going on. Is the world going to go crazy? Is the, you know, what, what's going on here? And like, the fact exactly that what we, happened. we were so unsure about everything. And then a year later, and it's like, well, what's new? <laughs> we're we're still yeah. so nobody knows what to do right now. And oh no, it's like, man, the crazy thing is how it's been pretty much over a year now, and like, like people are still confused. They don't know, how, like, they still don't know, like, I guess, like, what to do in senses of like, um, restrictions, you know, and stuff like that. In here let me give you a great example raymond right like you have you have a, a restaurant that only allows 10 to 15 people inside but then you have a grocery store that yeah. lets in like two to three hundred people inside so like there's nothing really like strict in order it's just still fucking i call it confusion 
Like they, it, 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 it's so, so sad and stupid how it's been a year and they still really don't know what to do. And and you know what especially I mean? for like the small businesses, like it, it is quite odd to me that like you said these grocery stores are are not able or are able to house hundreds of people, but like a comic book store, <laughs> which is a place I'd be going to. Um, hmm is not allowed to open their doors when they would have so like not even com- comparable the amount of business. Um, yeah. And then I find that those smaller establishments are far more diligent with um, keeping up with the regulations stuff because they have the capacity to, because when you get to those big businesses, these big grocery stores and everything, like everyone's only trying their best. Like there's no foolproof safety. Like like, still to this day, like we're we're all kind of winging it, and we're all trying our best. And I gotta say, shout out to us, and all of the retail workers for the past year, because we have had to mm. deal with so much bullcrap since this has started. I mean, customers mm. have always been, you know, you always get bad customers working in retail and customer service. But like th- this pandemic unleashed something nasty inside of people, and and you well, saw it so it's much funny. more. Like, after, like once this pandemic started, and I've been dealing with, I guess the, these type of people. I mean, I mean they. I don't know, man. Like it's funny. Customers don't even phase me anymore. Like those nasty ones. Like it doesn't hurt my i don't know man i don't know i I was to say it's funny because at my other tax job right they're dealing with nasty uh, when some people are dealing with nasty clients like wow i can't even believe this person said this or this is how they treat people i'm like yeah try working a fucking grocery store i I deal with this fucking probably every five minutes no the fucking customer covid really (laughs) really changed the dynamic because like we, you have minimum wage workers that especially at the beginning of the pandemic everybody expects these teenagers or like a lot of a lot of um older people working these kinds of jobs they are now in charge of the health and well-being of everybody that comes into their store and mm-hmm. that's a big burden for somebody getting minimum wage and being treated like crap for eight hours straight. Um, on, on top of people not doing their own due diligence and and being courteous to the workers. And the, you saw a lot of praise for like us as frontline workers. A little bit. At the beginning. <laughs> in, in, in the and first month. And went away. But uh, nine months yeah, later, got... not much. I have, yeah, dude, like we, they gave us that $2 uh, extra, um, I guess, danger pay an hour. That was nice and all. They got rid of that for us. They got rid of and, that and uh, then I mean, cases tripled. And... Yeah, and we never got it back. Yeah. So it shows that, in my opinion, it shows to me that the corp- corporations like of those grocery stores did that it's bad to say but to, for show to oh, show hey sure. look hey look we're paying our workers this much because they're dealing with covid 
and with all and they're dealing with so much stress so we want to pay back to our workers and give them this i guess extra bonus or something like that our, our mine got mine was taken away right in may like it only lasted i would say from like march to may so ours barely lasted and then yeah like you said in january the amount of cases we were getting was fucking ridiculous. I was we never had that many cases in March, April, March, April, and May combined, man. Not one fucking well, month. And then December. And they didn't even have the and they didn't even have the audacity to give us anything from that. So it's just like I don't know. I I, I have so much things to say about corporations <laughs> in, in that business like i don't even want to get into it no because, no we won't get too into yeah. that i um, i don't because they really fucking they piss me off man really uh i guess it's wide it's wide opening it's very wide opening to see what um mean, like, how they, I, I guess they treat people. you mean eye opening eye opening wide not open. wide opening i'm an idiot <laughs> yeah eye opening thank you of like you know how they treat people but yeah. whatever well i'd say if anything you know i try and take these things as a learning experience like you do get to see true colors and like on the flip sure. side i don't know about you your experiences um you get you do get one great experience for every nine bad ones and and those if you if you hope if you focus on that like like i've I thought we were given thank you cards for staying open our, our store yeah. when we started, you know, you do have people that say, thank you so much for coming to work today. I had lots of that. Uh, um, yeah, I did too. And that was, I, you know what though? I, I did appreciate those. Those were nice. Yeah. I, I really did. Unfortunately, <laughs> those, I mean, those, those don't come as often before as, uh, COVID before, before COVID you weren't getting those no, like, no. period. So, I mean, I guess it's it's a nice gesture of like you know, hey, thanks for what you're doing for us, and, and it's you know, it's nice to cool. see the decency because like for sure, we've seen through through everything in twenty twenty brought us beyond COVID, we've seen that there's there's a huge lack of human decency, you know, that's been that's been at the forefront of this year, <laughs> you know, this year has been dragging a lot of crap into into the um into into the spotlight and yeah. it's it's good to see that every once in a while <laughs> kindness can prevail i guess is what i'm trying to say but um yeah. yeah yeah so be kind to your grocers i guess is my my final message be kind to just to don't people. be a dick buy your yeah. stuff and bounce that's it yeah. don't be a dick Cause it's been it's been a year and and we're all sick of it, <laughs> everyone, including the yeah. customers, you know. So hell, let's just get through this, peace and quiet. Wear your mask in stores and don't yell at the or don't yell at the workers when they ask you to put it on. That's all I'm gonna say. But um, the meat of this episode, I wanted to get into, because we've touched upon it a few times. I did some theater in high school, and I'm working on a theater degree in university. And I feel like a lot of people won't know about you, Adam. Is you went to a choir school from what grade uh, five to nine? Five to eight, my friend. Eight, eight yeah. Sure yeah. did. And 
I thought it was funny that we both kind of had a taste of the world of theater. Me much older <laughs> and you much younger. And I want to know yep. what the hell because you don't, you you don't take me as a guy that is like getting on stage and singing. Um, I don't mean that um, like in an offensive <laughs> way. I hear you. No, I, I I get I get why you're saying that. I totally get that, but. So I want to hear about it. I want to hear about it. Why, first of all, why did you go to a choir school and what was it like? I'm going to ask you questions throughout. (laughs) You want me to be completely honest why I went to that school? I think I know the answer, but yeah, tell me. I fucking hated my old elementary school. Oh, that's why? It was horrible. It was terrible. Fucking, oh, you have no idea. It, It was such a bad school, man. And I mean, um... Oh my god! I don't even know how how to get into it. But so like, you you had to audition to get into the choir school, hey? Did you, so, actually? This is crazy. What was Let that me get like? Into for a second. Wait, just before we get into that. So like, okay. As everyone know, as everyone knows who Emmanuel is, he was our first guest in the podcast. So me and him actually went to the same old elementary school together from grade one to four. And then we went to, to the, the choir school um, from grade five to eight. Like this is how long I know this guy for, but anyways, so I actually was the last one to get in there. Okay. <laughs> and let me explain why. So I was really close with Emmanuel and t- two to three other guys at my old elementary school. Right. Everyone else was like, there's some kids that are bullying me and stuff like that. And there's just other kids I just didn't want to do anything with. I don't know. And the teachers too, there were just bad vibes. So overall, it was just a bad school where I was at, man. And like, there's bad, when I'm talking about there's bad kids too, like bad kids, like I'm talking about criminals today, you know? So thank God I got out of there. But anyways, like, I don't want to ramble on into that. So um, Emmanuel and I guess... Uh, a few other friends of mine that I used to hang out with all the time, they auditioned for say, for uh, for the choir school, right? And um, and they all got in, and I had no idea about this. So <laughs> because it's funny, our music teacher at my old school br- brought it up, and I was like, I was a stupid fucking kid back in the day. I'm like probably lollygagging, like eh, and I paying attention to that shit. But they're like, yeah, let's do this, you know. And they why why, for why it. did everyone want to do that? I don't know. Maybe I don't know, man. Like it's. Um, See, like, I, thought... I mean, for I don't know. For us, for us, it was a one-way ticket out. I think that's why. <laughs> for what? For where the school I was at, it was like, all right, this is our only fucking way out of here. We're going. We're going to this school. Honestly, ask Emmanuel about it because I'm pretty sure that was his reason too. Because I know for a fact he hated that school too. So. Um, well, see, like you and Emmanuel so... both went on to do football in high school. And I yeah. thought that, like, it was, like, your parents' master plan to, like, raise you as football stars. So I thought that oh, they sent you to, to that school to get into the uh, high school you got into. So, like, oh. you, you had this, like, path to be an athlete. That's why uh, I, I thought you were. I mean, no, it was my choice. But it's funny. The path kind of worked because my mom, I think my mom and my dad always wanted me to go because, or my high school, whatever. Uh, oh, because yeah. my, my whole family graduated there like i'm talking my mom my dad i think my two or three uncles my two aunts like 
pretty much like most of my family back in the day graduated there. So I think they wanted like most of our family to go there. Right. So anyways, so back to my story. So I noticed how all my friends applied to school and got in. I'm like, no way. Like, what am I going to do? I don't want to stick with these kids, you know, at this old school (laughs) I was at. So I brought it up to my mom about it. I'm like, I really want to do this. And I think my mom was really confused. Like, this kid doesn't fucking like music. Why does he (laughs) want to do this shit? You know, she's like, okay, well, like, okay, we'll, we'll apply for it, honey. Like, uh, um, we'll see how it goes. So the thing was that, like, I applied for it for, like, so late that, like, they told me as I was, um, getting, uh, interviewed and doing the audition, they told me, just so you know, if we accept you, you're going to be on a waiting list. So that means you're not going to come to school right away. Like if a kid drops out, then you go in. So, so Raymond, this... this is how big the school is. Yeah, they well, have a I was going to say, is the school considered a private school? It is not. No, it's not. It's okay. not considered a, 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 a private school because my mom or dad never had to pay extra oh, for, okay. um, for, okay. for my school. I thought you did. All right. But it's just, but it was, it's well, funny. Well, you did wear it, uniforms, it, right? Yeah. So you know what? It's it's so weird because honestly, it technically is considered a private school just because because of like we wore uniform. We had like well, and so like the way the budget, the way our classes, yeah, the way our classes were structured was almost like a high school yeah. style too. Yeah. Like we would have different teachers for different stuff for for different subjects. So it was really interesting the way it played out and. Know what I mean, so it kind of was like a private. School, so take it me. Wasn't. I, I want you to take me through the audition. What? Well, what the hell was that like for what? Like a nine-year-old Adam? Like yeah, it was simple. Like from what I remember, it was um, the principal, the music teacher, and then the um, the string teacher. So string teacher is because uh, the instruments we play there are violin, viola, cello, and bass, right? And so it was those three, the principal, music teacher, the vocal teacher, sorry, and then the string teacher. And they just interview you, like, you know, they ask you about, they just ask you different questions, like how your know, school's going and why you want to come here, stuff like that. And then they get you to sing two or three different songs. So I think the first song was... Oh shit! I don't remember. It, like very simple songs. Like I'm talking about like ro- like rhyme songs. Like, oh, like like Twinkle Twinkle Little yeah, Star. Yeah. See, that's what or, I was like, wondering. Sh- I was like, did they get you to sing fucking Sweet Child of Mine or something? No. Oh no no! It was like very simple songs like that, and that's it. And that was it. And then and they said, "We'll it. give you a call." I did. So what happened was they called and they're like, "Yeah, your son's very very good, very oh, talented." And, um, and, and, um, the thing though, it was that I was on the waiting list. So I, but my name was the first one, the waiting list. And when I listen, there's, there's lots of people on the waiting list. Okay. <laughs> like there's, they get like hundreds and hundreds of kids yeah. to apply every year and they can only, they can only allow, I think like 50 or something like that. So well, I, imagine I was, I believe that, they like, still... it being a choir school and like having, having kids that are interested in music, you know, music is already such a hard, um, industry to get into. So it's like when, when sure. parents see something like, Oh my God, I can send my kid to the school 
but they're going to get training or they're going to get practice or at least there's going to be an emphasis put on there. I can imagine parents would want to like, you know, fight each other to the death to get their kid into there. Just like, just like yeah. a private school. Sure. No. And that's, that's exactly how it, how it was like, um, yeah, no, it, it, yeah, like, and it, the thing is that, like, the, 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 the acad- academically, too, like, the, the stuff they're teaching us was, like, really high, man, like, and that was another thing I've noticed, too, just, like, how, how, like, different from grade four to grade five, but I, like, what I was learning at school, you know what I mean, like, them, it was so intense, like, we would have, right when I was in grade five, man, I would have homework every single day, I remember, so, like, like we were like they're almost like getting us to study like <laughs> at an early age like and I'm so glad I went to the school man you have no idea so I not because know. of the vocal stuff but because of like just like the the way they taught us there like it, it, because they taught us like more mature at a very young age you know what I mean yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm I am very glad I went to that school so you were in musicals right so you mean like um like uh plays or something right yeah yeah with the school yeah so what we would do is um we would have a um so grade fives would have their own play that's usually done in the school and then grade eights would have pretty much a professional that's what i wanted to talk about because so well just as someone living in the same city as the school Everybody knew about the school you went to. Um, your mm-hmm. school would put on these fucking crazy productions. Productions that probably mm-hmm. have a bigger budget than high schools. Um, than oh, most sure. high oh, buddy. Sure. No, 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 no. For sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you, you rented out, the shit. You rented out theaters that, like, I, yeah. I. So, I went one year to go see Beauty and the Beast. In a oh full my. theater, that was wait, was this in two thousand nine, two thousand ten, something probably, like that? Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, dude, I was about to say that one still this day blows my mind. It was because crazy. of the costumes they had and everything. Bro, I'm telling like, you, that now, shit changed my life watching that. I saw that and I was I blown it, away. Now when I think of it, looking at that, like the costumes they have, I'm like, wait, what the fuck? This was grade eight students doing this. No, it, it and it was like, like man, oh, the beast, a professional play. Yeah, the beast, I remember looking, it was the type of costume that they would probably wear at Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, 100%. They pulled that shit for a, for a grade eight musical. But the thing yeah. is, it was an amazing grade eight musical. I remember walking out of it like, like I've always been a fan of movies and and music and performance, but like not that much as a kid. Like wasn't that into it. And I remember that like seeing that show from that school, like like hitting something inside of me, bro. That's how crazy it was. Because like right? it, it was it was insane. Um, so were you ever in? Oh, yeah. So were you in a production like that? Oh, buddy. Listen to me. <laughs> These days still say that the best fucking play was fucking ours, oh, man. Here we go. <laughs> ours was literally, holy fuck. Like, as professional as it gets. Like, honestly, I felt like I was in fucking New York Broadway. <laughs> like, the way that we would rehearse. 
person do this shit? Dude, I'm not even fucking kidding. The director we had was fucking... God bless his soul. He just passed away, I believe, this year or last year. God bless his soul. Amazing, man. Rest in peace. This guy, like, literally treated us like we're fucking A-list, like, A-list actors, man. Like, this guy was, like... I, I couldn't... I, I don't even know how to explain this to you, man. So, in grade 8, we did Music Man, okay? And... I've only ever Believe heard of that. I've only ever heard of that. So, and that here's the thing. Like, yeah, like music man is like one of those things is like, what the fuck is music man? No one really <laughs> yeah. knows about it, you know. It's not it's what you think a like high it's not what you movies. think a, a kid's, you know, like eleven year old, twelve year olds are putting on. Exactly. But the thing about music man is that it's I watched the movie a bunch of times, obviously. And it's a really good story, the way it was uh put together it's a 50s or 60s movie and it's a really good storyline the way it's i guess structured out and we did that play and man the acting we did in there was like ridiculous <laughs> and we sold out so we performed a whole week at um the palace theater every single day we sold out and the oh. last day from what I heard, um, or not from what I heard, Palace the last theater, day damn, was like on a, a big, Friday. That's a big theater. Yeah. It was a Friday or something. And like, it was like sold out. And there was like people standing too, I'm pretty sure. Like they, they ran out of seats, but there's people that are like, you know, pretty much uh, paying to just fucking get in and watch it. Yeah, yeah. Like it was fucking ridiculous. No, that's like and, a common um, theater, like... Like that is a theater that just fans of theater will go. They they do a lot of experimental stuff there, and then lesser yeah. known uh, productions. It's it's it, and fans of theater will just show up there to to watch shows on a Sunday or a Saturday. You know what I mean? So to have a bunch of kids play there, um, where you have this like established theater community, uh, it's a pretty big deal. So. This guy, too, I'm just going to say his name. His name is Mr. Flexer, okay? And this is the director. So they hired this guy every single year, okay? He was phenomenal. Um, just professional. He's a professional. Actually, believe it or not, I don't even know if this is true, but I heard this from somebody. Apparently, he fucking uh, did, like, uh, he did Broadway with Ben Affleck. Like, he would. <laughs> so I guess um, this guy was a director um, at, like, New York Plays. Like a fucking Broadway, and apparently one of them, fucking the one and only yeah. Ben Affleck was in there, man. Like what the fuck? Crazy, right? So, um, yeah. So he's doing plays for us, and he was like, you know, obviously older. So I think he was just like just a side job he was doing. Mm -hmm. But this was like my first experience of like how theater is like, because this guy, just the way like he directed was hilarious, like. Dude, I was in we're grade eight students, right? And I remember there's this one scene that we were rehearsing. So I was a part of a quartet. That was my role. So I had like it wasn't a main role, but it was like a pretty big role. Like I was a part of the quartet, barbershop quartet. That was that's what it was called. And there's this one scene because uh we're always with the mayor or something like that, because the mayor was the main role. And there's this one scene where we start fighting each other about some bullshit. And then and Flexor goes, stop, 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 stop. He's just like fucking yelling and he's just like moving his arms around. He's like, are you guys a bunch of pussies or what? what? Like, is that how you scream at each other? 
<laughs> oh like, my god! It's like, come on, guys, start, like, start. If you need to punch him, hit him in the fucking shoulder or something. Like, what are you doing? Oh man, like this guy was talking <laughs> to grade eight students like this. I'm serious, and you know, like he was like just acted like he wanted to, I guess, um, like teach like professionally. I don't even know if that, that's considered professional, but this is what the guy did, man. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not crazy. screaming at twelve year olds <laughs> is the, is mean, the best like, example, but I'm sure it comes no, out with a good but, product. Like, that's the thing, and like, I can't believe it. And like this other scene too, where um. Where um, the main character, um, dude, I haven't seen the movie in so long. Whatever, it's okay. You don't need to go into two detail. main characters where, where they're about to kiss each other, and they did a little smudge, and he stopped. He's like, "How oh, you kiss a girl?" He's like, "You." He's like, "You fucking kiss her longer." <laughs> Bro, I was gonna bring up. I was, I was gonna bring up like Beauty and the Beast. I remember everyone like when I saw that performance from your school. The kiss was like crazy. It's nothing you ever seen as like a kid. You're like, what the hell's going on there? Like to see like like it was done with such professionalism that it, it's beyond my mind that these productions are done by. And that's kids. how. That, pretty sure he he directed that play as well, and that's how that's how he rolls, man. That's how he rolls. <laughs> and um, another thing too is I now I remember because Mr. Flexer also hired. A choreographer and she was a professional as well so all of our i guess um you know like what we're doing like scenes where we're dancing and stuff like that or a choreography she taught us all of that man and she was like again a professional so it great it's just so crazy thinking about it like how everything played out in that play it was such a good play man and uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun it was did a really good cool experience did you get any too. lines I did yeah i did sweet i did um i yeah, wanted to talk about cool. i want to talk about high school theater a bit because that's what i got into um did you do any mm. theater in high school i Hell well you no. know what i did do elementary <laughs> school theater but it wasn't as good i was <laughs> yeah. i it was like i don't even think about it i guess i was um i, I was one I, I was abu in aladdin so you know who abu is right Who's the, uh, not the monkey. Yeah, is the it monkey? is the monkey. You were the fucking monkey? <laughs> Bro, so like, I was like, what, I was probably oh, the... Does the monkey even talk? No, I didn't. Bro, so like the kids version of the play, the monkey wasn't no. even like in the script. Like he wasn't supposed to be there, but I showed up to the audition. Oh. And I think I, because he wasn't in the script, I was the only person that was like, hello, I would like to audition for the part of Abu. Because I liked monkeys. <laughs> so, so, like, okay, go uh, ahead. And I, I did ask. There you go. I, there you I, got I, it. I sang Happy Birthday. And um, they thought that was funny, I guess, that I sang Happy Birthday to nobody. They're like, yeah, give this kid uh, give this kid the monkey part. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. And, and I, <laughs> I got it. And it was kind of a work because like, I was huge. Like, the monkey is the smallest character in the play, and I was probably the second tallest guy. But Aladdin, the guy that played Aladdin, who um, I'm still buddies with, he was a bit taller than me, so it kind of worked <laughs> that uh, uh, Aladdin's monkey wasn't bigger than him. So it, it worked all right. Oh, that would have been weird. 
But uh, I, yeah. I, was, I was garbage. I, I remember particularly like I was garbage. I didn't know how to act. I was awkward. I didn't have any lines. So I, I just floated around the entire movie. I have a picture on my Instagram, if you dig deep enough, of me in the costume. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was good. And then I was um, in, this was my big role. I was the Mad Hatter in Alice in Wonderland. And that was shortly after Johnny Depp had uh, done his role as the Mad Hatter. Okay. So it was like everyone was like, oh, everyone wanted the Mad Hatter. I, in grade, I think it was grade seven, I got like a threat <laughs> because I got the part. <laughs> there was this... Got a, I got a threat. A threat, you said? Yeah. <laughs> Not like... From fucking who? I'm not gonna say, but a, a girl from oh, the school, from like a student. A, another student from the school, oh, okay. was basically we oh. both tried out for the part, um, and and a girl was a girl said to her friends and started like going around. She's like, she's like, oh Raymond, better not get that part or else, or else I'm gonna do oh. something about it. Oh, she's gonna kill him. <laughs> What's she gonna do? Like steal my juice box at lunch? Like I don't know. <laughs> but that that was going around. I was like, oh yeah, now I need to get the part right, and then I got it, and and uh, it's just sweet, sweet victory, and uh, yeah, and then I I didn't do anything in high school, um, I I didn't do anything in high school for the first two two and a half years, um, which is crazy because it became a huge part of my life. It still is now. Um, I, I remember seeing plays in grade nine at my high school, kind of like you had in your, in your elementary school. I had an amazing music teacher. Um, I don't want to say his name, uh, cause he's still active. He oh, still does like, stuff. Like theater or? Well, well, so this guy. Is he music? He, he's a music teacher. I he, know him. So before I did theater, I did choir. I sang. Yeah. Um, no, I, I know him. Like, I know him, know him. Oh, you know who I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, you oh, do. Oh, I do. You have a football yeah. connection. Well, football. His son. Didn't his son play football with you? Yeah, and his son went to the choir school, too. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, you, wait, 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 wait. You want to use something crazier? What? His mom. His mom. Is also the main vocal teacher at that choir school. Yes, too. yes, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. Damn, yeah. yeah. You and I find new connections every time we record an episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've met him before because I actually used to be pretty good friends with him back in elementary school, and I've, and I've like talked to him a few times and stuff. He's a really good guy, actually. Anyways, like so what I'll say is, in grade nine, I went into grade nine. I saw the school musical. The music was amazing. It was Hairspray stellar mm. like the singing was insane it was it was people knew it as like one of the best musicals the school had ever put on and then the director was amazing the director i don't think you would know uh he was kind of a legend at the high school too i i didn't know either of these people because i was too afraid to ever try anything with music flash forward three years later i had a friend who's an amazing singer that you also know and you also went to school with um <laughs> she was like stellar leading role type uh performer 
And she was like, Raymond, come to Glee Club one day. And I was like, no, I don't want to. She's like, come to Glee Club. And I was like, okay. So I went to Glee Club. I sucked, man. I can't believe, like, I was garbage. But I kept (laughs) at it. I kept at it. I kept at it. And flash forward a year, and uh, I was in it. And and I was getting better. I was good. And um, the school play, the first one I was in, came around and it was the Adams family and right, um, yeah. I didn't audition for it because I still didn't think I was good enough I still was kind of struggling I wasn't like great um I still wouldn't consider myself the best singer like like I, I have a low voice so like hitting notes isn't the easiest for me um mm. but basically there were no guys in the school play. And so they're like, hey, Raymond, you're a guy and you like to sing. Be in the play. <laughs> so I completely bypassed the audition and I got a role without doing anything, which is pretty sweet. Um, and the, that the music teacher that we're both talking about happened to be the director that year because things happen and and there was a co-director as well and uh it was it was crazy it was awesome there's nothing better than feeling like that sense of completion and like there was a lot going on behind the scenes with this show for like a kid's show maybe maybe nothing i'll talk about here but like there was some crazy drama with teachers and students and i was only a part of it for a month that tends to happen a lot in, uh, I feel like, in school plays, like yeah. big ones too, right? Like, say, it's funny. Same thing with the music man with me in grade eight. There was a lot of drama going on and stuff like that, which I'm not even going to get into because it's, it's fucking crazy. But yeah, yeah. yeah maybe another story. <laughs> but yeah. So um, I feel like it always, like, you know, like with big school projects when it comes to plays, stuff like that's bound to happen anyway. So. Well, yeah, and it's such, like, an intimate, like, you are after school, so, like, it's, it's something, like, when it's after school, it, it often feels like you're just hanging out, right? And then it's voluntary, mm-hmm. and, like, you let you let your boundaries down, and, and things get, like, a little wacky, and we had, we just had some crazy stuff happen with the teacher, and, and uh, things got absolutely nuts, but when you, when you finish that, and then you you finish the production and like the last night, you like you got through all that crap. It's like a movie, you know, like where you everyone's jumping sure. in the air and there's like a freeze frame, <laughs> you know. It was crazy. It was it was yeah. nuts. And getting that taste of it, I I fell in love with it. And um, the following year, I think it was my grade thirteen. Yeah, the last year I was there, I I wanted to go out with a bang, so I actually ended up auditioning. I got I got some small parts with small lines, but I was to pat myself on the back. I was way better vocally. Uh, I had improved a lot, and I I was a huge part of the male choir because guys still like don't try out that much for these things, right? <laughs> so they're mostly mostly girls, and especially like me having a low voice, I have to like like if if people don't have low as voices as me. You know, it's just a smaller group. So I I was maybe singing with one or 
two other people at times having to like carry these like amazing pieces because like i said again our music teacher was phenomenal and he Mm -hmm. he just like brought us to another level and the play Mm -hmm. we did was rock of ages um i don't know if you're familiar with this play at all but no i'm not it is all 80s american rock music so it's journey don't stop believing it's bon jovi uh, dead or alive, it's you know, it's that like. There's a movie of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise is in the oh, movie. Yeah. There's a lot of celebrities in the movie, I think. Oh, cool. Um, and yeah, man, yeah, I, I did cool. that at the end of high school, and that was my big, uh, that was my hurrah moment. I felt, yeah, <laughs> I felt like uh, like a rock star, literally, and uh, oh. that one was chill. We had an amazing director for that. Um, mm. That just like was so sick. Like like we would come in on weekends and, and do things like there's, there's nothing. I don't know if you ever had that experience, but especially in high school, like being at the school on a weekend, kind of like just being in this small group by yourselves. Like there were times we were there till like 11 p.m., maybe midnight. Like it was mm. it, it was high school, <laughs> but so, it was just special, man. Something with the, something about those days were special, and I, I miss it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a lot of fun. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I never. Um, yeah, like with uh, the theater stuff, like it's funny because, like, it's dude. I didn't even watch one in my high school. Not even <laughs> one. And like, I didn't not watch to them do- all. Yeah. Well, wait. Did you guys do one a year? Yeah. Two a year. One. Okay, you guys did one a year. Because we would do one yeah. with like a big budget as opposed to two with small budgets. And I, I gotta say, these budgets are pretty big. Mm. Like, oh we, yeah. Sometimes. We had these like huge structures. Like we had some awesome stuff. We also had like an amazing shop teacher. Like we were a small high school, but like we had so many talented individuals i'm talking mostly about teachers but also students but we had some like crazy committed and talented teachers that put in so much time and effort to create something that was like quite like grandeur like i don't want to like like it was a high school production but man like i i think we did something really special with it and uh having like teachers that put that effort towards it is is crazy Especially with your level, like in elementary school in grade five, you got this like Broadway level director. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, when we did, so we actually did one in grade five, but obviously wasn't that like huge. It was very small and very kiddie. Yeah, you know, it was younger. just a start. Then grade eight is like I would con- honestly, pro, I would consider it professional. Like it was done at a professional level, in my opinion. Like, oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying like, like the, act, the budget like, was insane. Oh, <laughs> dude! Like you should see the different props we had. It was fucking crazy. But even like our costume, dude. And that's another thing too. Our costumes too. Like, my character, I think, had two or three different costumes. Like so, like our wardrobe was like that. That was the other crazy part too. Is how we had a wardrobe because some of the main characters would have like three to four different fucking costumes, man. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. It was crazy. Um, and uh, that I, I do remember that how they told us specifically what to buy 
like what type of clothing. So I remember going to like Value Village with like my mom yeah. and saying all this shit, I had right? To do so that for high school too. Yeah, it's kind of fun, like mm-hmm. do- like like doing that kind of stuff, like uh, for sure. Like building... it was it was definitely experience. Yeah, yeah, and I did really enjoy it. But I mean, not not my thing for the job force, man. You know, it was fun while it lasted, oh. but then I remember going to high school. <laughs> it's not anyone's thing for the job force at this point, yeah. man. Theaters, it's interesting. It's interesting yeah. seeing how theater is going to evolve moving forward because, sure. like, unlike movies and stuff and productions that went on, like, like, I don't know any theater spaces that opened back up or any concert, like, you know, anything to do with music, like, any. any profession that needs a crowd you know it unfortunately like i don't know we still haven't figured that out as a society how those things are going to move forward just waiting it out is kind of the thing (laughs) a lot of people are people like me that don't want that to end they will still want shit like that right so um like that's why i think they want to play this waiting game because they don't i don't know want to accept the what's it called um reality but i mean i don't know maybe maybe shit will clear up and then it will get back to normal but we'll what's see a, have you ever been in a concert now when i think about it i don't think i have You've never been like a one? music one i don't think so damn i thought you, you would have for I, sure no Cause man, like I never really had friends to go with, to be honest. Because <laughs> I'll go to a concert just... with you when things open back up, Adam. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, because like I guess my friends in high school like never went to that shit. I guess and like I I I, yeah, I don't know like once. I I never went to one because I just had no one to like. Trust me, I've there's some I've really wanted to go to. Back in the day, but I just had fucking no one to go with, so <laughs> that's sad. Like, and that's and I, I didn't want to go by myself. Like that would be kind of weird. So I, uh, yeah, I, I never, no, I've never been. I guess I've never been to one. I, I'm trying to think if I have, but like if we're talking about you know like a big concert, like yeah. an EDM one or fucking going to. Uh, well, I've never been to like a rave. No. Yeah, I've always wanted to go one at least one time. I want to go to a yeah. rave at least once and see how it's like. See rave? Like I, I don't know about rave. And stuff and how, I I do because I see all the pictures, shit, how get crazy gets them, and I'm like type of person that likes to observe and and kind of experience how it's like. <laughs> yeah. But then like that's it. That's it. Like that would be my only fucking time doing that. Fair so enough, I do want to go to one of those and see how it's like. But like I always wanted to go to like some like hip hop ones, like of one of my favorite yeah. artists. And like, um, in just or singers, like I, I just you know, some I'm definitely wanting to to see live for sure. So I, uh, my brother, my brother's been to quite a few actually so far. So I have been to one concert, and I went with a friend that is going to be a guest on the podcast soon. Uh, I can say her name; she's going to be on. Her name is Abby. Um, she wanted to go see Panic at the Disco. And she had, she had an extra ticket. Something happened with her guest. And and uh, I, I was working at the time, so I could fulfill the ticket. And, but I, I'd yeah. never heard of Panic! at the Disco. Like, maybe I'd heard of them, but I had never heard their music or anything. But I was like, fuck it, I want to go to a concert. And it was in yeah, Detroit. Yeah. 
and it had a passport and I had never been to the States before. So I was like, oh, cool. We'll go to the States. I'll go see my first concert. Um, And it was pretty good. I might save, I'm going to, I'm going to end that there because I might want to talk about that more when we have her on the podcast. Um, Mm. But yeah, it was, it was something else. There's something about, I, I love live music. And I guess that goes back to like performing and yeah. like, like uh, there, there's something about hearing raw talent that I, For sure. I, I can't get enough of or seeing like even dancing, man. Yeah. <laughs> like like I, I, I'm a sucker for, for a huge performance. I, uh, yeah. I, I miss, I miss the theaters. My heart goes out to all the actors and musicians that are grounded right now because it sucks. <laughs> like, it's hard enough. It, it yeah. was, it's hard enough to make a living doing that profession. Right. And then adding COVID on top of it, man. Bummer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, um, yeah, I know you're so right about how just listening to live music is just just a totally different vibe. Like, like I'm talking about, like, because like, I've obviously been to places where you got a guy and a guitar singing yeah, in the yeah, yeah. corner there somewhere like i always loved listening to that shit too because of like like you said the raw talent and um like you're just there listening to it you know especially so, when like that's good. why yeah oh for sure because you know and that's why I've, I've always wanted to go to one of those and especially like with someone that's really big and just fucking see because like not only that's the thing though when you go to these big concerts it's not only just the person performing is your entertainment. It's literally the atmosphere, man. Like the Yo, people yeah. you're with and shit that's happening all around the place. Like it's that whole experience. Like there's just so much going on at once. Right. And even just like, like, at, like you said, atmospherically, like your, your lungs are shaking because of like yeah. the sound of the music, the speakers, like the one I went to oh, yeah. was, was, uh, a, a, in a, a stadium. It was a stadium tour, right? And and mm. I don't know how much. Uh, I'll stop there. I'll stop there. I don't. Want, I want to talk about that when Abby comes on. But it was okay. You don't want to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. It was. Yeah. It was. It was crazy. Um. Before we go, I think we'll wrap it up soon. But before we go, I want to know who your favorite your favorite artists are. Hmm. Good question. So my music taste is very diverse. Like. I literally listen to pretty much almost everything except for country. See, I listen like, to some country too, man. Because like, I don't listen to a lot, but like, there's good with there country. are some bops here and there. I'm good with country if I'm going fishing, but that's about yeah. it, man. That's what, or campfire. That, I like country or campfire. Or camp? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I trust me. I got much better music for campfire, my friend. That is campfire worthy. But um, I don't know. Like, I'm obviously I'm a huge hip hop fan. I like rock, classic rock. Um, I like classic rock. Hip-hop. Who do you like? Ooh, Black Sabbath, ACDC. I was about to say ACDC. People don't understand how um, good ACDC is. Oh yeah, um, Nirvana. Oh dude, like let me pull up my phone because I have two. <laughs> uh so we gotta go um <laughs> uh so uh yeah 
Um, we've got we got some exciting things on the horizon. This episode was a little rushed. Um, some things that are happening soon, they're going to be really exciting. Please continue to share. We are going to keep putting stuff out. Don't know how schedules are going to work, but... We, yeah. we'll try we'll, we'll try doing once a week okay uh youtube we don't know what the hell's going on with that but trust me it is coming don't worry be patient my friends it is coming but once again uh we're gonna try to post once a week a pot for a podcast and like raymond said we got some big shit coming up so um big news and you know new big guests so get ready guys because it's gonna be a fun one in 2021 with cart boys all right <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so we're going to wrap this up. And uh, yeah, sorry for the rush again, guys, but we got to get going. So you have a good night and uh, thank you for listening.